I just can't. We're just on episode seven right now. We were watching a few minutes of it before we started this recording. How many episodes are there? Seven. Oh my gosh. That is about five more than I thought there were. (laughs) Don't miss out, Jenny. Go back to it. No, we all know Carol Baskin did it. Welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all of the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being, trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada, and with me is my disciplined accountability partner, Jenny. That's me, Jenny Kaus, a marketing professional from St. Thomas, Ontario. I'm a small town gal and a big believer in the power of habits. We know from research and from our year of monthly habit challenges, how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So we're getting intentional about our habits and we hope to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall your own best self. But truthfully, just get through the days these days, right? That's right. And that leads in a nice segue into what we're going to talk about today. On today's episode, uh, we once again are talking about the thing that is on everyone's mind, uh, which is the current situation with the global pandemic, the virus COVID-19. So Jenny and I are recording this episode on Monday, April the 6th, 2020. And we are now in our fourth week of social distancing as we strive to flatten the curve and ease the burden on the medical system. So, and speaking of, and before we get to the rest of today's episode, Jenny and I want to give a massive shout out of thanks and support to all of the healthcare workers and essential service workers who are doing everything that they can in a very hard time to keep us all healthy, fed, and safe in our homes. We are going to do our part to make it as easy on you as we can, and that means staying home and practicing social distancing when we go out, if we go out. Um, I also want to pass on a really great idea from our listener, Natalia, who sent me a message to share what she is doing to help others during the pandemic. She is donating blood. She said that she wanted to help others, but money is a little tighter than usual, and she knows that there is still an urgent need for blood. She said she is healthy enough to donate, and it's still safe to do so. She also asked me to pass this on to you, our listeners, as an option of what you can do right now if you want to help. So thank you, Natalia, so much for this beautiful suggestion. Um, It's a really awesome and functional way that people can do something if they're feeling like they don't know what to do and they want to help. Um, So for more information on how to donate blood, if you want to do this, go to the Canadian Blood Services website. Um, I'll include a link in the show notes. And if you're listening to this podcast and you're outside of Canada, I'm sure that if you do a quick Google search in your area, it will give you the answers that you need in terms of knowing what you need to do to donate blood. You know what the thing is about blood? What's that? It's in you to give. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That's a great line. Um, So social distancing is a way that all of us can help slow the spread of an infectious disease like COVID-19. It involves taking steps to limit physical contact with others in the community by staying away from crowded places where a virus can easily spread. So even if you're not sick, you should still try to keep about two meters, so that's about six feet, from one another when you can outside your home. So when you practice social distancing, it means thinking about how much you physically interact with people in everyday life and lessening it. Uh, Researchers say that COVID-19's rapid spread is likely due to the movements of people with no or very mild symptoms, namely those who are unaware they even have the virus at all. So that's why social distancing is such an important containment measure. 
So by practicing social distancing, we can slow the spread of the virus and help keep the number of people who are sick at one time manageable for the healthcare system. So this is sometimes referred to as flattening the curve. So by practicing social distancing, you're helping protect not only yourself, but others too. So let's get after it, people. Like, get going on your social distancing. <laughs> yeah, and there's some really good memes going around social media that show the effects of what happened to the number of infected people when we practice social distancing. Have you seen this? Yeah, it's it's like oh startling. My- Gosh. So one shows that without social distancing, a single infected person could lead to over 400 infected. With social distancing, so 75% less than normal, that number of infected drops to 2.5. So check out the show notes. Um, Peg's going to include a visual of this meme, and it, it really brings it into focus of how important this is. All right, so we've talked a bit about social distancing, and what we want to do today is Jenny and I want to remind you that just because we are social distancing, it doesn't mean that you need to distance yourself from people emotionally. So in Mm -hmm. fact, connecting with others is more important now than ever because we're all going through these strange times together and we're trying to navigate this new normal. You are probably feeling some form of anxiety or grief, and that is absolutely okay. I would say I'm feeling both of those things. I think all of us are feeling some anxiety or fear about the virus and about some of those people in our lives who might be vulnerable. And we're also in one way or another grieving our lives from a few weeks ago, especially when we don't know where and when this is going to be over and what it'll be like on the other side. So as we all work through these emotions together, let's do our best to stay connected during this strange time of social distancing. Mm -hmm. Really good idea. So here's... um... Here's some things we can do. And I have a bit of an old school idea. What is it? Okay. So you know how we have phones? Yep. But we never call people on them? (laughs) Yep. Isn't it weird that we call them phones when that's the feature that we use the least on them? It's true. So I'm saying make a phone call where you dial the numbers and you talk to the human with (laughs) your voice. Not texting. So what call an amazing up. idea. I would say warn them first if they're a person who you usually text with because phone calls can freak people out. I can say this because I'm speaking from experience because I like calling people and it freaks them out sometimes. You get a lot of people answering the phone going, hello? Like, <laughs> why are you calling me? So... <laughs> Just if you're not, if you suspect that person's not into it, maybe just text them to warn them first to make sure they're up for it. Love it. Yeah, just a thought. Another thing too is if you want to step it up and make it a, you know, double sensory, not just hearing, but also visual experience, there's so many methods to stay connected with people. So Zoom has become super popular in the last couple of weeks. Of course, we have FaceTime on our Apple devices. There's Google Hangouts, there's Messenger Video. And WhatsApp too. WhatsApp, tons of different ways um, where you can see each other's faces. The really fun thing, I like the ones where you can get multiple people. I've heard about this house party app as well. Oh, I heard about that too, yeah. Yeah, so I I like this. I've done this with, um, we've been doing this with work colleagues, having like a 15-minute middle of the day, just open time where we don't talk about work. It's just to say hi to everyone. Um, It's really nice to see people's faces. Yeah. And have a chat. 
And I mean, yeah, it's not the same as in person, but it's what we've got. And it's a great way to see everybody in a safe way. So try that out. Um, another cool thing is if you're, uh, if you have little ones at home and they're missing their friends, we've tried out this messenger kids, um, app and it's been entertaining where kids can kind of have virtual play dates and they can play little games and make silly faces, send emojis to their friends. And I mean, be prepared cause it's weird to watch the way kids talk to each other online when they're on video. Uh, just and it's, it's not just how they talk to each other. My niece is on this and she's got connected to my messenger app and she doesn't even want to talk to me. She just wants to show me all the faces and put on all the filters, which is yeah. really cute. And but after about five minutes, I'm like, okay, I got to go now. <laughs> yeah. Does she do the one that's like a bear dancing and it's their head, but on like a, like a pixelated bear and oh. it's like does a little music and it's dancing. I haven't seen that one yet. No. Oh, that's all I can hear when Ethan is talking to his friends. It's the same little song that comes on when the bear is dancing. Oh, cute. They love it. But anywho. Oh, that's great. That's- and speaking of all these technical uh, tools, there's going to be some people in your life, potentially older people who don't really know how to use them and don't naturally use them. So it's one of those times where if you want to connect with people who are in that place, maybe you can offer to help them learn how to use them. So some people are eagerly adopting these tools, but others need to have a little bit more help or a little bit of a nudge. So if you naturally feel the impulse to connect with others, look around for people who need more support, your parents or an older neighbor, they might need some help with this newer tech. So um, also some advice shared by our online pretend uh, best friend, Gretchen, as you guys know her, uh, she said that frequency is more important than duration. So when you're visiting with people, I think out in the real world before this time, but even more so now, frequency is more important than duration. So instead of calling or FaceTiming or texting once per week um, and trying to get all of the news from the week in, a, a quick check in once per day or every other day. Um, might be even more important. So with moments of connection, it's more helpful to have quick, frequent check-ins than less frequent, longer check-ins. And on that note, some people might think to themselves, well, if I talk to somebody every single day, I'm not going to have anything new to say. So what Gretchen says is, it's okay to be boring. You don't have to have monumental news. Social connection is valuable, even if there's not much to say. So one thing that we're all missing out on right now is companionship, just the quiet presence of other people. So the other example that um, came up when I was reading about Gretchen here is that her daughter, who is in university age, she and her friends were missing each other. So they just got on a Zoom call and then they did their studying, but then could see each other studying. And if they ever wanted to take a second and like offer a, hey, what do you think about this? It felt like that quiet being with other people, but still having companionship, but also doing your studying. So There's some really neat ways that we can use technology through this time that are just people are figuring out as we go. I would love that for work. Yeah. Well, I think it's possible. Maybe you should get some of your work, your work team on this with you, Jenny. I think they would be like, leave me alone, Jenny. (laughs) (laughs) The other thing we should mention here is social media connections. So a couple of episodes ago, Jenny and I were talking about the fact that especially during this crazy time, it may be better for your mental health to reduce the amount of media that you are intaking, especially if it's all Corona news all the time, because it might lead to some anxiety. Um, And I'm still trying to find a balance here. I'm struggling a bit with this. So there's some days when it's all the time. And then there's some days when I'm leaving it alone. 
But there are really some great corners of social media where you can find like-minded people that are supportive and amazing. So this could be following a few accounts on Twitter or Instagram that you find entertaining or inspiring or uplifting, or maybe participating in a Facebook group where you can connect and share ideas uh, and get support from a group. And, you know, on that note, check out our Facebook group. Um, another uh, option to segue. <laughs> thank you. Another option to stay connected is just a simple text to let somebody know that you're thinking of them. And this can make such a difference. So do take some time and reach out to connect with others right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And don't forget to ask older people in your life or those who might be more at risk, if you can be of assistance to them. So for if you're maybe if you're going to the grocery store, make a couple of quick calls to find out if they need anything. Uh, if you're already there, it's easy to pick things up for them and drop it off on their front porch. I know this is something that we've been doing is I've turned into the the person who sends the messages out, gets it, sends the list to Jeff when he goes out and then we drop things. And I don't know what it is, but it, it always makes me feel better because it feels like I'm actively doing something Oh, that's cool. in a situation where we kind of feel helpless, right? Yeah, that's good. Well, and that's what we talked about a couple of episodes ago as well, that service is the antidote for anxiety, right? So there's something about feeling like you're doing something that allows you to calm that sense of, I'm out of control or I don't, I can't explain this or control this. So there's something to that. So if you're feeling like that, see if you can reach out and help somebody, even if it's just to send them a text. All right. Mm. I want to share this really cool article that I found about introverts versus extroverts and social distancing from the university of Arizona. So the reason it's interesting to me is that I'm an introvert Um, meaning that I like to be on my own to get my energy. And Jenny is an extrovert. She likes the people. So, um, so here's what the article says, despite internet memes suggesting that social distancing is an introvert's paradise. It's really not that simple says university of Arizona psychologist, Matthias Mel. While it's true that introverts may be more accustomed to and comfortable with spending time alone, both introverts and extroverts need human interaction for their health and well-being. Um, indeed, introverts have on average fewer social interactions and ex- extroverts have on average more interactions. But from that perspective, social distancing creates more of a challenge for extroverts because it's harder for them to get the number of social interactions they typically have. But in no way is it business as usual for introverts. Since extroverts might be more flexible than introverts in the way that they seek out social interaction, reaching out via the phone or social media, for example, they might actually be in a better position while following public health advice to practice social distancing in an effort to slow the spread of COVID-19. And so the reason for that is we find in scientific data that extroversion is reliably correlated with receiving more social support. And we think this is because extroverts have an easier time reaching out to others, saying that they need help and support. From that perspective, extroverts may actually have an edge in social distancing. I think it's very important to reach out to others and to request help and support. And this may may be more challenging for the introverts. So here's what this guy's research has shown. Human interaction is for health and well-being important, regardless of whether a person considers himself or herself an introvert or extrovert. And most people are some combination of the two rather than clear types. He said that the more conversations people have, the happier they tend to be. And in terms of well-being, introverts and extroverts run on the same social fuel. So it's especially important for people to stay socially connected in stressful times like the one we're in now. So whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, as we've talked about through this episode, it's important to stay connected. And 
speaking from the perspective of introvert, I will say that I have actually not minded doing the introverting. I don't mind being at home. I like the routine I have at home, but I am missing interacting with humans on the regular. I'm missing my patients. I'm missing, um, you know, being close to my family, seeing people in real life. So there is something good about it, I guess, but there's also that human interaction that I'm missing. So I'm enjoying having things like this, where I can see Jenny's face as we're recording this podcast, even though she's in St. Thomas and I'm in London. Mm -hmm. How are you feeling about this whole thing as an extrovert, Jenny? Oh, I'm taking a ride on the struggle bus for sure. This is, it's hard. Um, social distancing and me, it, <laughs> it's hard. And yeah. I, I didn't realize how much trouble I was having with it until this was a couple weeks ago when we were still kind of more able to, I would say social distance and like be around people, but you know, have like that buffer of a couple meters. And I saw a friend in from the opposite end of the laneway and I talked to her for a little bit and I couldn't believe how differently I felt after just being able to see someone and talk to them. Um, and yeah, it just, I, I didn't realize how hard it was until you, you see a friend who you haven't got to see for a while. And I realized I'm really missing that daily interaction with others in person. And it like, it's not even just the like get togethers with friends. It's like little things like, walking by, you know, the kitchen at work and saying hello to people. Like it's all those little casual encounters that I really, really miss. Um, running in, I know, especially part of living in a small town is like running into people everywhere you go. Yeah. And I love that. And I'm really, really missing that. Um, so it's tough. Um, but you know, it, it's, we have all of these other ways to stay in contact. So I'm really, really relying on that. And I'm so grateful. I can't imagine what this would be like if we didn't have these awesome tools that we have. Definitely. Yeah. Cause like you wouldn't believe the excitement that happens when I'm driving the car now and I see someone I know, even if I don't get to talk to them, I'm <laughs> so excited. Like tonight we were driving and we saw one of like the moms of one of Ethan's friends and he was like, Oh my gosh, did you see who that was? <laughs> was like, so, and we didn't even talk to her, but we're just so excited to see people we know. Oh, uh, that's cool. Two intro extroverts just struggling. <laughs> All right, now it's time for us to move on to a segment that we like to call, Ooh, Me Likey. Peggy and I like talking to each other about podcasts we've been listening to, books we've been reading, random internet hilarity we've found, and we feel like maybe you'll find it fun too. So each week, each of us will share something that we are loving, that we find useful or practical, or just something that is pure frivolity and fun. This seems extra important right now. So what are you liking this week, Jenny? I like the show called Parks and Rec. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do, yes. Yeah. So um, I've already seen it. Uh, it's an older show, um, but Jeff recently started watching it. He hadn't watched it before. So I've been here and there watching it with him, and I I never would rewatch something. That's so not me. I'd never see the same movie twice. Like, I just don't – I just don't like doing that. Um but it actually feels really good to watch something familiar and funny. Cool. Like something just light. It feels really, really good. And Amy Poehler's in it and her character is so optimistic. And I think it's cool to just 
kind of spend a little time in that space of someone who's optimistic. And there's, there's a lot of really great characters and, um, Chris Pratt's character, Andy Dwyer, he's very funny and he's also very optimistic and yeah. So I'm, I'm really enjoying watching that show. It's just feel good. I'll say. Okay. So. How about you? Well, I was resisting it for a while, but I jumped in and uh, John and I started watching The Tiger King. Oh, Peg. <laughs> so why? It it seems like it it's a you. total nightmare. Every person that you see on this show is a total train wreck of a human being. But it is so fascinating that I can't look away. It's awesome. So it's awesome in the weirdest sense ever. And it sort of seems to be very much in the zeitgeist. Everything on the socials is about it. So I was like, I can't miss out. I got to get in there. So um, I, it's yeah, worth I it. it. I feel like it's, you got to get after it. That show, I, I'm glad you like E because me no like E. <laughs> There's something for everybody, people. Oh, it, I have to admit, though, if Jeff was more into it, I probably could have been convinced to watch more. But him and I both kind of had the heebie-jeebies and just had to stop. Oh dear. Mm. All right. Um, based on that, let's move on to uh, you win or you learn. <laughs> How do you segue from Tiger King? Just like that. Yeah. All right. Each week, Jenny and I will trade off during this segment to let you know where we did something right and there is cause to celebrate or where something perhaps went off the rails and allowed for a learning opportunity. These can be related to our journey as we take on new habits or they may just be celebrations and bumps in the road in our everyday lives. Uh, so right now, times are tough. And everything is different. <laughs> and we are getting used to a new yeah. normal. So I'd say in a lot of ways, every single day and everything is a learn. So mm -hmm. Jenny, why don't we both celebrate wins for this week? Let's do that. <laughs> all right. Oh, my yeah. win is that I've still been, despite all of this, exercising regularly. So I think that it's helpful that I'm being kept accountable to it by putting up posts on Instagram and Facebook. And I'm using the hashtag hallway workouts. And it's where I share a simple workout that you can do at home in a small space, like a hallway, without a lot of equipment. So if you haven't seen these yet and you want to check them out, my handle on Instagram is at Dr. Peggy Malone. Or if Facebook is your jam, search for Dr. Peggy Malone. And there's something about if I'm feeling anxious or yucky or just not comfortable emotionally, the exercise brings me back to myself. You've talked about getting out of your head and into your body and the regular exercise is keeping me there. So there's something about it that mm -hmm. is definitely a win. Yeah, that's a win for sure. How about you? Um, yeah, well, here's a shocker for you. I've actually been exercising as well. No. Um, what? I know. <laughs> yeah, record scratch, big time. So I've always wondered you know, because for me, physical activity is something that's always on the list of like things I should do, but I just can't seem to get it into my regular day-to-day -day life. And I've always wondered, you know, what would it take for me to work out daily? And now I know global pandemic. <laughs> um, so we have an answer. Uh, but I've been doing those yoga with Adrian YouTube videos. Awesome. I really, really like it. And sometimes I, I have to admit, I've even woken up early to do it before the boys wake up by myself and it helps me feel more centered out of my busy brain a little bit and move my body around. So awesome. Um, That's good. So we don't know how long these events will last or what our new normal is going to look like when we get to the other side, but Peggy and I are going to be here each week sharing what we feel is helpful for us 
and hopefully you'll find it helpful or maybe entertaining too. So please reach out to us and ask us questions or share stories of how you are navigating this time. And that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. Let us know how you're feeling in these uncertain times and how you are managing. If you have any ideas or thoughts for how people can stay connected, calm anxiety, and focus on what they can control, let us know. For questions or comments, send us an email to theimprovementproject at drpeggymalone.com. You can come say hi on the socials. Jenny is on Twitter at Jake House. You may want to send her a special message because this week is her birthday. So happy birthday, Jenny! At Jake House on Twitter. Go wish her a happy birthday. And I'm on Instagram at Dr. Peggy Malone. You can always get our attention by using the hashtag The Improvement Project. You'll find all of the resources and links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at drpeggymalone.com forward slash podcast. And if this episode was helpful at all for you, please be sure to tell a friend and share it with them. This is the way that we can be of service right now. And if you found it helpful, pass it on. So we also have a Facebook group. So search for the Improvement Project on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Thanks for listening. Until next time, stay calm, stay home, stay focused and get after it. Sending you all big love. You You say it's your birthday. It's my birthday too. My birthday's not till July. Yeah. I have a I have a little song for my birthday this year. What is it? 39. This is fine. <laughs> so you know your little letterboard that says rebuild? Yeah. Dad, I've shown you what mine says. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. This is fine. It's fine. This is fine. It's fine. It actually like it sounds hopeless, but sometimes it feels hopeful. It's fine. This is fine. This is fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. It's fine. We're fine. fine. We're fine. This is fine. Look around you. You're fine. It's fine. You're fine.